What's up, everyone? It is another episode of Kiddush Club News for Jews. I feel like we're a little late to the party here. Well, we took a little Hanukkah hiatus. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, we're entitled, aren't we? I mean, ah, I'm not so sure everybody would agree. What do you, I mean, did, have people been contacting us saying, yes. where are you guys? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you multiple, are, multiple. It's like, hello, it's Wednesday. Where is it? Well, you know, listen, we were both very busy. Agree. We, you know, we have, we, you have to rush home to light the menorah. You know, it's, it's, it's not, it wasn't easy. No, no. It was this very was difficult. A, this was a tough week. Can we talk about Hanukkah? Any, I even think though? we still have the rights. Do I've, we? Yes. I think we're well or are within. people going to like we're well within, No, we're well within the time period. Uh-huh. Okay. Are we going to talk about uh, Nettelnacht? Yes, because it is Nettelnacht right yes. now. That's why we're not sitting and learning. Well, you're right. We are not learning. But I, I think you, you, you once said you're very machmer about uh, Nettelnacht. <laughs> the whole week. <laughs> the whole year for you is <laughs> Nettelnacht. No learning. <laughs> That's not funny. No. No, it is not. I take <laughs> that personally. Know. Okay, good. <laughs> what do you have? There's, you know what? It's funny because there's, I mean, there's not a ton of news right this moment that's like major earth-shattering new news, but there's so much between our, our episodes. But at the same time, I kind of feel like I want to chill a little bit with this episode. You want to chill? I'm down. Whatever like we you could, want to do. We could just talk about some of the stuff I think is interesting and, you know, it doesn't have to be about Ukraine. Like Zelensky coming no, to Congress no, no, and making no a speech. No, hard news. Soft news. I mean, but should we even mention that Zelensky came and made a speech to Congress and I he got standing ovations? Like, if right, you were so interested, know. you saw it. By the way, just one point. Ah, uh, I see. I no, sorry. One point. He came without a jacket. He came like he in came a in all sweater. Greens, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, who he, does that? I, I, I did see a tweet about it, too. Like, you would think that, like, like, you know, you come to davening, right? And you go to shul and... Everyone's like, you have to wear a jacket out of respect. Like, if you would go to the president, you'd be wearing a jacket. He's in the middle of a war, bro. He's in the middle of a war. He's, He's not in currently in the middle of a war. He is. He's not. Listen, there's a war in his country. Yeah. But now he's kind of on like a little break. So it was wear a, a suit. The last time he was in the White House, he was wearing a suit. No problem. Wear a camo, like wear a camo suit. He was, he was in a suit the last time he came to the White House. This time, he's, he's trying to show... You know, like he's a like he's a warrior, like he's part of the the soldiers. It was a it was a uh, you know a way to show solidarity with the with the troops. And I liked it really. So you felt that that was a, a positive live. statement. Yes, I don't know. I yes. felt like like it's sort of like he's sliding the American Disres- people because the whole thing, the whole office of the presidency, right? There's so much that goes on. There's so much security. There's so much pump it, there's so much when it comes to when it comes to the president right it's it's for the american people it's not for the man but this was not the president this was congress but he's going to see he was greeted by the president yes, i'm but, talking about his meeting with the actual okay, but president. he also did that with congress you know I he, understand. he wore the and then again that is the seat of american power that represents the people the people gave him i mean he had repeated standing ovations every three words he got standing ovations and claps and it was a big uh, but we don't want to talk about ukraine no let's go on okay okay we're gonna start it off with this mr wired up some video from mr wired up i don't know he's some i guess tiktok guy or something i honestly don't know but i heard the song and i was like oh that's pretty good here it is hanukkah just got a whole lot sweeter with this mashup Oh, Hanukkah, oh, Hanukkah, for light the menorah. Let's have a party, we'll all dance the whore. Gather round the table, we'll give you a treat. Some bobbing it to play with the lot, just to be. Oh, Hanukkah, Hanukkah, Han
you know, you have to move to that music. You can't not move. They don't know why right. we're laughing. They didn't or see right. They didn't see the dance moves <laughs> that you just pulled out. Yes, but but, yes. uh, but you luckily have to move. we're not on video. Yes, if we were on video, that would be quite embarrassing. It would probably not happen. Yes, let's be honest. <laughs> I wouldn't have done it. So yeah, so we had that, and then we had um, this Hanukkah video. So that I mean, that's his mashup. I thought it was it was pretty nice, right? Yeah, it could definitely be part of your Hanukkah playlist. There we go. So I also saw this interesting video about, uh, I don't know, some reporter or something going to little kids, asking them about, about Hanukkah, and I thought it was kind of cute, the responses. Take it away. Here it is. Have you ever heard of Hanukkah? Yeah. What is Hanukkah? It's where Jewish people um, celebrate Hanukkah on Christmas. Do you know any Hanukkah songs? Uh, yeah. Could you sing one for us? Hanukkah, Hanukkah, come light the menorah. That's all I know. What is Hanukkah? Um, it's where some other people celebrate Christmas and some other people don't celebrate it like that. Which other people do you know? No. It's Jewish people. Have you heard of Jewish people? No. Where do you live? Salt Lake City. Oh, that makes sense. Why doesn't Santa bring any of the Jewish kids' toys? Mm, because they're Jewish. Would you like to meet a Jewish person? Yeah. Eric, come here. This is Eric. He's Jewish, and he's a TV comedy writer. That kid got really into it. Oh, yeah. Like, that two seconds of song, it was like, he was he put his all into yeah, it. Yeah, so we're going to post this in the WhatsApp group, because the kid started, like, dancing, <laughs> you know? So I was doing, I was copying him when I was dancing. I didn't realize. My dance before, yeah. So, yeah, he got into it, and he's like, he's like, eh, and he's like, that's all I know. <laughs> and he, like, stops cold. So how was your Hanukkah, by the way? Uh, overall, I would say it was great. Over, over under 10 donuts. Over under. Oh, I'm under. I'm over. Really? Yeah. It doesn't yeah. surprise me. I swore I wouldn't, but yeah. But here's the thing. These, like, these, I have it from sources that these seven, eight dollar donuts are not really all that they're cracked up to be. Disagree. Really? Yeah. Have you spent, have you, like, yes. you, you shelled out for these yes. fancy yes, I did. eight bucks? Yeah. Wow. I, I won't I, do it. I like them. I'm boycotting them. I know. We've been through Tradition. this. Tradition. I know, but they, some of them are really good. Really? Yeah. I'm very unique. What's your favorite? I had a cookies and cream one that had cookies and cream on top and cookies and cream, some sort of cookies and cream middle. I don't know what it was made out of. Go to an ice cream store. It's no. It's not for Hanukkah. You do. Hello. This is the, this is the Inyana de Yema. Okay. It's, it's a tradition. The Rambam writes about it. You're supposed to eat the fried foods. And yes, I had my cookies and cream. I had my cake and ate it too. I had my donut. Uh, personally, I, I find it an abomination. That's me. I know. And you're missing out, bro. So I also had, uh, yeah, so I was, I was actually invited by uh, Rabbi Nissi Eber to, uh, he's Chabad of Lower Manhattan. He's a friend of mine, because that's how I roll. <laughs> Keep name dropping. Sure. <laughs> no, he's a great guy. And he invited me to the annual Hanukkah uh, menorah lighting in front of the New York Stock Exchange. Now, picture the scene. New York Stock Exchange, giant, massive, like a 10-story Christmas tree lit is that near the bull yes okay yes and uh right in front of it is this you know giant menorah that he is really responsible for as chabad does all over the world right and then every year he does like this ceremonious lighting of this menorah 
And, you know, people on the street just stop and he's serving latkes and, you know, donuts and all kinds of stuff. And, and it's really, I, I think it's beautiful. It's a big Kiddush Hashem, I think. And um, he had he had uh, performances there from uh, Kosha Dills, who I'm sure you know, uh, another band, uh, RJ2. And uh, here's a little bit of what it sounded like. Oh, yeah, so we're going hard. I'm talking freedom from oppression. Everybody has to and and the surprising part was uh you know the the amount of non-jews that just stop and they're listening and they're dancing and it was uh it was pretty amazing. So congrats to Rabbi Nissi. Is it rubbernecking? Or it is, is it people it that is. are attending? You know what? I, so I was looking at the crowd wondering, are we going to get some anti-Semitism? Are people going to be shouting things, you know, free Palestine like they do online? You don't know what's going to happen. No, you have a bunch of Orthodox totally Jews. totally a possibility. Exactly. It's yeah. New York. And people were smiling and clapping and cheering. And it was nice. You know, it, it wasn't expected, but it was nice. All right. So, I'm, so I'm happy I, for you. I, I was happy about it. Here's what I don't want to see any more of. Like these White House Hanukkah parties. Why? I, I don't want to see it. And if they didn't have one, you would say, oh. No, no, no. Oh. I don't want, not want them to have it. But for every single person that's there to sit and post it and, 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 and put it on their status, and everybody has to know that I was at the White House, and everybody has to know I was at the White House Hanukkah party, at the menorah lighting. Like, I, it's just, it's overdone. It's too much. Like, if you did go to the White House, I'm great for you. I just like stop posting videos about it, like seventy videos for, uh, of your two hours there. I don't. I, I, Why are you so angry? I don't know. I You're don't so know. Angry. I'm just. I'm Holy upset about cow. it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Someone needs a chill pill. <laughs> it's you. It could be. It's not me. It's very possible. Because I'm pretty happy. So, uh, in, in interesting news, uh, an article came out of Israel. Twenty-two hundred year old coin hoard was found. This coin hoard. On the coins. I'm, 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 a coin hoard? Hoard, like a hoard of coins. Yeah, hoard. That's what it, the article title is. What do you want me to do? All right, all right. I'm not the editor. So they uncovered this, uh, this coin hoard. <laughs> yes, coin hoard. And it was a whole bunch of silver coins. And on the coins, it refers to a whole bunch of things that happened during Hanukkah. It mentions Antiochus. It mentions the Jews running away from the, from the Greeks and, and the, the Maccabees, the revolt. Amazing, amazing. Because Why is that amazing? Like, you know it happened. We know, but you have so many in, in today's I feel like age. it's also part of the history. Like, I feel like nobody argues on the fact that Hanukkah actually happened. No, they do. They do. They quite, the Bible critics and all these people. I mean, the UN had a, a vote where they said that the, the, the Western Wall is not a Jewish site. So, yeah, they, they, they argue. And the UN... You know, passed a resolution saying that, that, that the, the, the Kaisel is, is nothing to do with Jews. So, yeah, and Hanukkah is the time where we're commemorating the rededication of the Besamekta. So this is right? irrefutable proof, irrefutable basically. Irrefutable evidence, right? Okay. Take this to the UN. Now I'm angry. Like what? You got me angry. Thank you. <laughs> what, what are they saying? Like, what are the naysayers saying? Like, oh, we're busted? Like, what? I don't know. It's a good question. It's a good question. But, I mean, you can't, you can't really argue with that, right? It's, right. I want to like know you said, if it's irrefutable. Yes, I just want to know if there's details that I didn't know yet. 
Like, <laughs> like what? I don't know. I don't know. Like uh, something about Antiochus like, that we didn't know. <laughs> you know? He was like a drug addict? I don't know you that he had a mohawk. I don't know. Something. <laughs> no, Give me nothing. something. Nothing. Zero. I'm sorry. All right. In other Jewish news. So Denver dropped charges against the quote unquote. Denver, Colorado? Yes. Okay. You, some people say Colorado. Yeah, those are the losers. Okay, just checking. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Are we are we big in Colorado? <laughs> How are you supposed to say it? I don't even know. I say Colorado. Colorado. I know there are people that say Colorado. Col- what about Colorado? No, I don't know. Nobody. That's nobody. So in Denver, so this this popped up Jerusalem Post article. They dropped charges against the quote unquote mushroom rabbi. So of course that caught my attention. This rabbi promotes religious psychedelic use. Really? Yes. Well, I've heard it can be a very spiritual experience. So I, I don't know, but um, it's it's. I think it's interfaith also. So yeah, there's that. But he says. He, well, I'm saying, why do you have to discriminate? It's spiritual. So he's a rabbi that's offering spirituality through psychedelics. <laughs> I'm why intrigued. Are you so <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm not telling you any more because I know you're going to be there. Um, I just want to show you a picture of him. Rabbi Benjamin Gorlick, the mushroom rabbi. Here's his picture. Oh, dude. Yeah. I yeah. get it. So he's got a, like, what's a blue a multicolored mohawk? Mohawk. Multicolored yeah, blue mohawk. It's funny because I just said that about Antiochus. Yes, yes, you did. Uh, yeah, he left home when he was 17, moved to Alaska. And he had some sort of religious awakening, and now he uses shrooms, but they just decriminalized it in Denver, so they were forced to drop charges against him. I feel like everything is legal in Denver. Like, Colorado (laughs) is, like, the place to go. Yes. You know, if if you're exploring psychoactive substances. You you even have the lingo. I shouldn't have said this rabbi's name. You're not going, okay? Just chill. Try and stop me. Try and stop me. Speaking of shrooms... You know, it's so funny to me that every time something goes wrong, whether it be with a politician or journalist or whatever, they're like, oh, my phone was hacked. My phone was hacked. That's like a catch-all, like for anything. It's like, you just ran over a guy. My phone was hacked. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. Like, my phone was hacked is the excuse to get out of anything. I I do remember the last person that said, I mean, in my mind, in my mind, the last person to say my phone was hacked was Anthony Weiner. Yes. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And it's like, oh, no, it really wasn't. Yeah. And then they found your computer and you're this and you're that. Yeah. And there was, what's her name on MSNBC? Joy Reid. And they found like old tweets of hers. And they, she was like, oh, yeah, my phone was hacked. Oh, please. Your phone was hacked. You never said anything until they found these. And then all of a sudden, suddenly your phone was hacked. Well, anyway, in M- Mumbai, your favorite city, there was a sign that it was a traffic sign. You know how you, you drive sometimes, you see those traffic signs, they have like their own power supply and they're flashing messages. You know what yeah, I'm talking Yeah, like about? I see sometimes they have like a solar panel. Yes, Okay. exactly. And this sign said, smoke weed every day in really? Mumbai. Okay, right. Of course. <laughs> so they said... The only way to do it. <laughs> they said it was a technical glitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, of course. We're so sorry. We are so sorry. Could you explain to me what sort of technical glitch causes that to happen? Maybe they want to write slow down and came to read... <laughs> autocorrect. <laughs> smoke weed. It was autocorrect. It was oh. me. <laughs> I tried to do it on PowerPoint. <laughs> Big mistake. Back to Jewish news. I want to go back to Jewish news. This is not Jewish news per se, but since we spoke about the coins that vindicated us, you know how the Rambam says that it's healthy to go like into cold 
like a cold shower or a cold pool. I forget his exact words. I feel words. like you're overly familiar with this whole topic, like Maimonides' health advice. Did you read something? No, 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 no. This, I'll tell you exactly how it happens. I, I see articles and they, they you know, I mean, part like of- Which articles are constantly quoting Maimonides is what no, I want to know. No, no, no. This one didn't quote Maimonides. I saw this. Oh, listen, I'll read you the headline. And in my brain, my brain went ding. And I was like, oh, romp bomb. This is the headline. Are ice cold showers good for you? Okay. So I know so many people that do these cold plunges. Yes. They have these plunge pools. It's based on the Rambam. It's not based on the Rambam. I love you. It's I based- love the Rambam. It's just not based on that. They're well, he doing says it. it. I understand. He, he said it prior. He said it probably before anybody else said it. That's my but point. But these people are not basing their lives on Maimonides. No, of course not. Right. But- my point is, is that so much, you know, we take for granted, like some of these things, like, oh, these, these are outdated. His medicine is outdated. Joe Rogan, big, big cold plunge fellow. Really? Very big. Every single day. So it turns out, I saw two articles on this. I don't know why he came out. Now, maybe the Polar Bear Club? You know the Polar Bear Club, sure, right? Sure. There's some Coney Islands right here. Yeah. Yeah. And these guys like go into the ocean, into the frigid waters. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine anything I worse. I can't understand it. Why are you torturing yourselves? Well, this article says, among other things... That according to some studies, this was in the Washington Post, and it says that cold showers or, you know, the the cold plunge, it causes the neurotransmitters, noradrenaline and dopamine to go up by 250%, which is the same as cocaine. Really? Yes. No wonder. So like they really like, (laughs) like, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it. (laughs) 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 I mean, I've never tried. I've never tried. Baruch Hashem. But you don't have to. Just take a cold shower. Is that amazing? And they said it's actually better because the dopamine hit, it it goes up like steadily over the course of hours. So it will leave you feeling good all day. I was discussing this with... But like, I feel like there's a minimum temperature. These people that do this cold plunge, they're literally breaking ice before they go in. It's crazy. I'm not getting that temperature in my shower. No, but... Well, maybe these days. Yeah. It is freezing. Yeah, we have a cold spell here in New York. Yeah. It's freezing. Crazy it's 11 cold. degrees right now. 11. And that's without the wind chill. The real yes. feel is like negative six. 30. <laughs> no, it's legit six. Yeah. It's freezing. It's very cold. I went to my car. I couldn't open the doors. They were frozen shut. Yeah. 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 Like things don't work in the cold. Yeah. Yeah, like it's crazy. Like, like even mechanical things, like the lock, my Shabbos lock is not working. Yeah. Like it's like uh, I have to like squeeze it and pull it and turn it. It's wild. Yeah. So anyway, I was talking to my Chavrusa about this and he goes, Oh, I, I, take, I take cold showers every morning. I was like, what? He says, I take it every morning. I said, because of the Rambam? He says, no, because Navy SEALs do it. <laughs> That's what he told so me. What does he think he is? He fancies yes. himself a Navy this SEAL? This is the same guy who I told you, you know, takes uh, karate, and he's the guy who goes on the subway and says like, oh, I can't wait for them to start up with me. That guy also takes cold showers. He's got some he's action got coming his way. He's either got One way or another. But I did ask him, I said, so how do you feel when you don't do it? And he confirmed it leaves him feeling great. When and he's he doesn't like, do it, you said? No, when he does it. Oh. And if he doesn't do it, he doesn't have that same energy, happiness. Yeah. He's telling me. There, he, are, wait, wait, there are people that are annoyingly happy. No, he's not. He's not. How do you know this? Because I know him well. He's a friend of mine. I know him well. But I'm just saying, this annoyingly happy Hevra, I can't like stay away from me. Like if you're no, over positive. Not. Like if you're a walking LinkedIn no, post. He's cynical. Keep out. He's a cynical. He's cynical like us. You know what I mean? But he said that it really jumpstarts his day. He loves it. And he's like, you have to try it. And he said, not only that, I take cold showers on Shabbos. I go, what? He takes cold showers. He 
turns on the cold water. Because I said, yeah, you know, like, like, I mean, we all take cold showers, uh, you know, when Tisha Bov's coming and everything. Right, right, right. Nine days. Exactly. Yeah. And but I don't know about you. I mean, I don't, I don't know, know if about it's allowed. you. I don't know if I <laughs> you don't do it. Cold showers? Yeah. No. I mean, <gasps> you you just have to take out the chill. Nothing it's like strikes again. <laughs> you just have to take out the chill. It doesn't have to be freezing cold. No, so that's what I do. I, I put it on. You have to take out. You, you mean it's just not an enjoyment shower, right? Right. So I don't so, know. So what it, do you lukewarm do? Lukewarm is fine. So you put it on lukewarm and jump in. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I I cleanse. No, I put it on like warm, and then I get in and I lower it. Why? Because I can't go into the cold. I can't do it. But, but why? You don't need to do cold. No, meaning even even Luke. Let's say uh, we'll get back to this. Five degrees. Listen to me. We will get back to this in the tissue bub episode. I saw another article, and I've been seeing a lot of this lately. I don't know. Maybe Google's tar- targeting me with remarketing. So there's a bunch of companies now who have made these full body wipes. Have you seen these? I don't like where this is going. <laughs> you know where it's going. <laughs> no, this is the thing. So it was the first ones I believe that came out. I think it was the company Shower Pill. So it was made by I think ex NFL players, and what they were saying is is that many times they don't have time to take a shower, so they develop these wipes that you basically use these wipes instead of taking a shower. That's gross. <laughs> it's absolutely gross. And then I found this article. It's a, it's a journal saying, I spent a week using body wipes instead of showering. A week. Right. And I've never been happier. Yeah. Oh, no, please. He says at the end, I'll just jump to the end. Let me guess. I've never been happier. Paid for by body wipe sink. <laughs> no. He, he, he said how it was very liberating in that he could do this. He didn't have to block out time if he was rushing. He could get the sense of a shower. He said, but on day five, he... <laughs> Day five, I didn't say I know. <laughs> on day five, he noticed some mushrooms growing under his arm, and they weren't the psychedelic kind. <laughs> on day five, I began to develop a chronic itch in more than one hot zone, ending my shower pill experiment Yikes. and mercifully sending me to the shower. So now I'm thinking, I don't even have to deal with the cold showers on, on the nine days. I'll just do this. Body wipes. Yeah. Okay. Body wipes. For, uh, again, we're not I recording on the nine days, are we? I, I can't even imagine Why? this being an actual solution. Let me explain something to you. The odor of the body. Let's, let's oh, this. Yeah, we're going there. Mm-hmm. It comes from bacteria and bacteria buildup. The body wipes kill that bacteria. So what's your issue? My issue is that a shower yes. daily is mentally important. You need to clean yourself. Okay. You need to you, you need to experience that. You you have it, it's it's part of the human experience. Don't try to get out of okay, it that, by using body wipes. That's gross. So you're coming from a no. See, you went from psychological to biological. Which one is your problem? You said you know it's part of the human experience. You have to take a shower. It you know clears your head. I'm asking you, but biologically, do you have a problem with it? Because biologically, you're getting rid of the bacteria. Well, obviously, one limitation is you know you can't you're not you're not shampooing your hair. So yes, that's a problem. But you aside know, I from know that, people that won't use shampoo. Me too. Isn't that crazy? Me too. Like I tried to do it, and how did that go? It did not go well. Really? I lasted about three days. No, they say that's when you like you like you have to go three yes. to four days, and then you get over it. I could I couldn't. I My head was itching. No, I tried it. But there I are have people. A, I have a coworker who said. I mentioned this to him, and I mentioned the body wipes, and he told me this week, he said, oh, I haven't washed my hair in years. 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 Yeah. 
I'm speechless. Right. And you associate with this person? Yeah. He's one step away from homeless. But you know that. He has beautiful hair. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what this guy says. He's like, I won't wash my hair maybe once a month. No, this guy hasn't washed in years. He wets it. He wets it and he puts, um, you know, I don't know. He puts something in it like a conditioner thing or some other natural thing. This person uses nothing. He wets his hair once a month. Maybe it's Rosh Chodesh. That's when he washes. He'll yeah. use actual shampoo. Does he have nice hair? Decent. I mean, I, I, like, it's not like I was commenting like, whoa, nice hair. Like, no, none of that. So, I mean, I use head and shoulders because I always like to keep that in check. And he told me that, he said, if you do this, you don't need any head and shoulders. You don't need anything. Your head's going to be healthy. Your hair's going to be healthy. I mean, there is something. It's such a draw. It's a draw because like when you think about like just being natural, right? I don't think in the past they had any of these harsh right. chemicals and shampoos right. and all this. I was this. just going to say that. In the times of the Gemara, you, you see they talk about using oils and things like that. They were not using the stuff we're using. So I, you, you can't argue with that. And they say exactly what you said, which is you got to get, you got to break through that initial itching stage. And once you break through it, you're, you're home free. But I, I couldn't break through it. I tried. I, I tried. Mean, this I is do certainly it. not for me. But if you tried, then you should plow through. Like, yeah. I'm not even trying. I just don't want to be a part of that. But you, you made the attempt. I feel like you should just plow through it and report back. I really should, right? Because I could report back about it. Yes. And the people want to know. Will you commit? Will you commit right now? Tentative. This tentative. week. I don't know. I'm remembering now the itch, the hair itch, and it was it was serious. But you can still use water. Yeah, but it didn't help the Come itch. Come on, go medieval it for us. It didn't help the itch. I understand. Okay, if you want me to do this, <laughs> you got to weigh in. And speaking of which, speaking of weighing in, we have a link on our website, and it says buy us a coffee. We need you guys to go to our website and click on that link. Should I tell you why? You can tell me why. Because it costs money to do what we're doing, and we shoulder that burden. And sometimes, as you know, we get sponsors, but it takes time and money to even get sponsors. And we are very busy moving the cast along. So it, it becomes very difficult. We need you, if you like what you're hearing and you're having fun, go to the website, kiddishclubpodcast.com, click on the Buy Us a Coffee link, throw us a bone. Okay, I can't argue with it. <laughs> argue, go. I cannot argue with it, you know? I mean, it's a shameless plug. I don't say no, but hey. We don't do this often. Guys, yeah, show us support. Show support, love that's it. all it is. We need to feel the love. We're not feeling the love. I, I can understand. And if you can't, then at least throw us a rating. Give us a nice rating somewhere on Apple or Spotify. You know, write us a nice review. That would be nice too. Right. The beauty of Apple Podcasts is that you can actually write words. Yeah. Say how you feel. It's a double-edged sword. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Anyway, another health news. So this one really, this was a gut punch to me. They did a study on aspartame. Now, okay. Aspartame, NutraSweet, equal, right? Splenda. No, Splenda sucralose. So this is specifically about aspartame. Aspartame is one of the most studied chemicals ever, right? It's a no-calorie sweetener. It's an equal. It's in, like I said, NutraSweet. There's a new study that came out. Now, for the for the conspiracy theorists out there, they say, oh, aspartame, it kills you, it causes cancer, it causes it. No, it doesn't. It's been studied to death, and it doesn't. But Maybe not the best choice of words. <laughs> no pun intended. But they did a study on mice with aspartame, and they found that aspartame causes anxiety in mice. 
Really? Yeah. What do anxious mice look like? <laughs> this is what I... I don't know. How like, do they do it, right? What are they looking at? That that, that mouse is anxious. <laughs> Come on, look at him. Look at him. He's biting his nails. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do they know? I don't know. It's exactly what I was wondering. Ridiculous. <laughs> Like what are these? I mean, I don't do any sweeteners like in coffee or anything like that. I'm not like, but you're not a sweet guy. That's why it's true. But even in a tea, like a tea, you need a sweetener, something. I'll just use regular sugar. Like it's one teaspoon of sugar has like 12 calories. It is not going to kill anyone. It's when you overdo it and go candy crazy that it becomes unhealthy and ridiculous. But you are a candy crazy person, though. As much as you don't like sweets, yeah, you never sweeten anything. You like your IPA beers. The yeah. bitterer, the better. Like, I just like I like to co- I like compartments. You okay. know what I'm saying? Sweet is 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 a time for sweet, and there's a time for bitter, and there's a time for salty. You don't like they don't need to mix, right? You don't need sugar in your coffee. You're doing it wrong. No, I, I disagree. I, I I know you do. Yeah, I know you do. But I like again, my coffee sweet. The, it's not a sweet drink. It's not meant to be a sweet drink. Go buy a cappuccino, frappo, whatever, frappo, americano. Go do whatever you want to do in the store. And and and. But when you want real you're coffee, you're such a hater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do you don't any like of that. The donuts. You There's don't like no, the frappuccinos. Listen, listen. Things need to be done a certain way. When you're taking something and turning it into something else, like the donuts, like coffee. Coffee is a sacred drink. It is a sacred beverage. Wow. It should yeah, not serious. be tampered with. And that's what these some of these big companies are doing. They're tampering with coffee. They're like, let's 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 capitalize on this by changing it. And yet you said you like tiramisu and that's made with coffee. I don't like it. I said I had a run in with it. <laughs> you did have a yeah, run in. Yeah. It was a run in. You don't like tiramisu? I don't remember which episode we spoke about it on, but it was a run in. Like when someone, if it's a, if there's dessert on the table and it happens to have coffee in it for some flavoring purposes, different animal. Because that's a dessert, you say. Right, it's but, a dean in the chefza. Exactly. Okay, got it. It's not, but, it's not, but not a you, dean in the gavra. Got it. But when you're talking about actual coffee, the way it needs to be done in the morning, there is a way. You like the coffee black? I'll have a little bit of cream. Okay, I hear that. But anyway, moving on. In yeah. other health news, since we're in the health news. <laughs> and it, no, let's just say not in health news, in weird studies that they do, okay? Which I, I have, I'm still struggling with who's paying for these studies. I, right. Like, can I get a job doing weird studies? Yeah. You, you know? Obviously can. Because I, by the way, we could spend the entire episode talking about all these crazy studies that have come out. I just don't, who's financing this they and why? Them. It's like, it's like... Anxiety in mice, baby. Right? No, no. It's like it's like it's like. <laughs> oh yeah, I just found a job. We're studying uh, anxiety in mice. Like what? <laughs> it's crazy. What? Like how did you land that gig, bro? <laughs> like I would love to watch mice all day long. No, it's crazy because anxiety is not like. How do you measure anxiety? Like think of a human, right? An anxious pers- person, you know, they're worried about something. For example. But how do you are, know a mouse is worried? I guess there are biological markers: increased heart rate, um, but fidgetiness. That- you know, they're moving differently. They're acting, <laughs> not like themselves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? You know, they go outside for a smoke break. <laughs> okay, so here's another crazy study that they did. Uh, <laughs> you're not going to believe it, but it was actually covered in a lot of newspapers. Uh, this is the, the headline. People who skip their COVID vaccine are at a higher risk of traffic accidents. According to a new study. Now, see, that seems just like propaganda. Yeah, it's propaganda, right? But it's real. It was in the American Journal of Medicine. 
And they did this study and they found that people who didn't get vaccinated were 72% more likely to be involved in a severe traffic crash in which at least one person was transported to the hospital. I can't even read it. Like what are these, like the EMS guys is like, okay, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at my eyes. You're okay. You're okay. Like slapping him across the face. You know, were you vaccinated? vaccinated, Yes or no? No, no, no. All right. See, rock another one up there, Bob. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask ChatGPT these questions because, by the way, I could spend the whole episode talking about ChatGPT. We spoke about it in the previous episodes, but the more I use it, the more I'm blown away. I'll be honest. I struggle with questions to ask ChatGPT. Like, I want to be more involved, but like, I, I don't even have, like, what am I asking it? Anything. Literally anything. I, I asked it for a recipe the other day. You, you could say, uh, give me a recipe for a Hanukkah donut that, you know, has ketchup in it. <laughs> Literally. You could give it any, for example, you know, I like to cook. You could give it any ingredients. It will come up with a recipe, an amazing recipe on the spot. Just as an example, like uh, you could literally do anything with it. But I saw this video, uh, this guy, Casey Newton, who is uh, a famous guy uh, in technology, and he blew me away by what he said. I want to play it for you. Something that I think is both exciting and terrifying about ChatGPT that a machine learning engineer friend of mine was telling me this week, which is we actually don't really know how this, Mm -hmm. right? We understand the basic technical details of how it can predict the next word in a sentence. But if you sort of go all the way back to the first G and the state of the art, all that has really happened in between those four things is that the number of parameters that these models have been trained on has increased exponentially and then exponentially again and then exponentially again. And at some point, as that grew, the technology itself got exponentially better at answering our questions. But the mechanism through which it got better is still unknown to us. We don't know. And so if you're someone who worries about, you know, all the scientists and Frankenstein's lab who are putting together the future, if you were to pull one of them aside and say, okay, no, but really, why if you why if you try to create a play about Kevin's family vacation, can it can it predict that so well? They would not be able to tell you. So that blew me away. What well, he's saying is that they they, they don't know Right now, they don't know how ChatGPT has gotten to where it's gotten, which means that... Well, I, I feel like the inventor knows. Like, no. They don't know. No, but no, the, no. The, that's what he's telling you. The inventors don't know. Meaning... Okay, so wait. So let's just, just back up a second. Well, first because of all, they don't know what I, ChatGPT is. Just go back and listen to our last episode. We give you the rundown. So ChatGPT, it's AI, whatever. The way I understand it as a complete and total... Layman. Yeah, total layman in all things AI. I understand it as it pulls things from the web no it's not connected to the web it's not connected at all it's no. offline correct okay so let's let's skip that but every person that asks it something it is absorbing and it is keeping that data and it is recycling that data with every single question you ask it takes it's like a baby right no no but here's the problem you can ask it you could say write me a story about three children who find a rocket ship and go to Mars, and on Mars they find uh, gold. Uh, oh, this is off the top of my head, and it will give you a original, perfectly written story about that, something that was never written by okay, anybody. So there has it's to coming yeshma ayin is what it's doing. Okay, wait. That's the scary part. Okay, so l- let's just back up a second. Obviously, they have fed this machine data. Yes, they have that given they have it. Done, yes. Right, they have fed this machine. So it knows it. 
is is obviously very good at segregating that data and understanding, if you will, what is what categorically. Now, every single time, so again, it, it, ChatGPT came on the scene knowing stuff. Okay, let's put it that way. Now, as people use it and enter queries, it continues to develop and to categorize and to and to and to increase its 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 database basically based on what you're feeding to it right but the and, problem and if you notice it asks you to rate the the job that it did on fulfilling your request and it uses that very ser- seriously as well so you tell it it did a good job when you tell chat gpt you did great just now it takes that data and it and it makes it even higher on its hierarchy of importance or relevance or what have you. But again, it's not but magical. Again, no, it is magical because that's data. That The fact that it's able to write out things like stories or poems or songs and its original content and it sounds like a human, there's no way to distinguish I don't know why you're floored that. from that. It just knows how to rhyme words. It knows no, that but- light rhymes with night. Yeah, but it has to be contextual it has to make sense it has to be on the inion that they're talking about and my bet is when it first started it wasn't and then somebody rated it no good but the crazy thing is is that it's teaching itself and it's getting better and better you could have a full conversation with it and you would never know it's a machine because it's just that advanced you could you could actually tell it i saw a whole video where it was saying how lawyers are going to be out of a job because you can literally tell it, write me up a lease and you could give it every parameter in the world and it will give you a perfectly you know, formed lease. You could tell it to write you an essay about I any topic I saw that on video. Earth. I think I saw that video and I think you should play it because it's important because it's saying that any informational career is at risk yes. when yeah. AI comes That's to exactly town. exactly right. Okay, I'll play the video. Here it is. There is this phenomenon that's occurring with ChatGPT. You get on it, you enter a couple of queries, you play around with those queries, you modify those queries, and then if you're anything like me, you just go down this rabbit hole and you just push the capabilities of it. You just push it. So first you're like, write a high school essay about, you know, The Great Gatsby or Grapes of Wrath. And you're like, cool, that was better than what I wrote in high school. So basically high school English is dead. So are we all going to be illiterate? So then I ask it to write me a operating agreement for a decentralized autonomous organization based in Wyoming consisting of five members with different voting rights and equity positions. And it does it, and I'm a lawyer, and I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking, okay, so a lot of lawyers are going to lose their jobs. Then I asked it to write an episode of Seinfeld where George becomes the general manager of the Yankees, and it did it, and it was pretty funny. So then my wife walks by, and we've got this Christmas party coming up, and she says, can you find me a recipe for a keto eggnog cheesecake? It's got to be sugar-free. So instead of going to Pinterest, I ask it, and it gives it to me. Then there's a startup that I'm helping out with on the side, and the code is a little bit outdated, so I asked it to rewrite some of that code, and it did it. So you do that. You do all of that, and then all of a sudden, this knowledge settles upon you. You understand that the world is forever changed. All that high school angst that I had, and I think some other people have had, where you're just like, what is the future going to be like? What is the world? What's the real world like? What's it going to be? It all just kind of comes back. Once OpenAI has a clear path to the collective knowledge of all individuals in real time, which it is getting through every single query, you recognize that there's no competitive advantage in any industry based on any piece of knowledge. Economies depend on individuals having skills 
and trades and knowledge that other individuals don't have or don't have access to. So that was one of the videos, and now here's the other one. Jobs that AI is gonna kill, part one, contract attorneys. So I asked ChatGPT to write me a commercial lease agreement. I put some basic terms here, and here it is pumping out a full commercial lease with termination rights, indemnification, signatures, everything. Then I said, make an LOI with the key terms in a table, pumped out an LOI. Then I said, what are some risks for the tenant? Use a bulleted list like a lawyer would. Gives me all the risks that the tenant could have. This is speed sped up about five times, just so you know. Um, then I asked, how can I make the agreement more friendly for the tenant? Here's some ideas on how to make it more friendly for the tenant. And I'm like, oh, those sound good. Can you put those into the contract? Here you go. And then it redoes the contract to make it more friendly to the tenant. If you're a contract attorney right now, you should be using this technology because it is going to outpace you very, very, very quickly. I think the first video told you everything you need to know about the AI experience. It is gaining the knowledge from these queries and it is utilizing it and, and incorporating it into all its further answers. What we don't realize is how massive its base of users is. And that's why it has so much information. And I have a feeling, I know you say it's not connected to the internet, but there's no way that it, did, it doesn't have all that knowledge already. That data that's there on the internet is probably incorporated into ChatGPT. You say it's not connected, and, and it might not be, but there is a lot of information that they had to feed it before going live. Yes, but the crazy, the Nakuda that I'm saying is that it's able to, it's basically thinking for itself. It's not just regurgitating, right? So it's not like it's looking at the web, finding an article and, and rephrasing it. Right, it's not doing it that. You, right. It's coming up with its own thing. And you could actually tell it, like, like, and we, we covered this is like, you could, you, it could write something and you could say, now rewrite it in the style of Donald Trump and it will do it. And all of a sudden you're reading it and you're, I'm hysterical laughing because I'm imagining Trump saying it. Tell me a in the style of Donald Trump. You can ask it that. In I wanna, fact, I'll I wanna, do it right now if you want. Give me a Shevabrach's Devartera. Bottom line, when it writes me a Chabura for Night Seder, then I'll be impressed. Fine. It's coming. Anyway, let's move on to different parts of the world. So let's move to Europe and then Africa. I, I don't know why it seems like in Europe and the European Union, you got to give them some credit. You know, like they single-handedly now, they're causing Apple, you know, Apple's getting rid of the lightning connector because of because of the EU. But what is it putting? A USB-C? We're not sure. It's either USB-C or no port at all. Why are you supposed to charge? Don't Wireless. tell me. I have a big problem with wireless charging. You have a lot of problems I think it's, a, I think it's a scam. <laughs> Anything else? Is <laughs> Is donuts, coffee, European Union, wireless charging. I love wireless charging. I only charge wireless. I, I can't wrap my head around it. Can you help me? Yeah. Charge How wirelessly. is it charging something and it's not connected to it? How is it filling a battery You're telling wirelessly? me you don't do it? You don't no. use it? No. Really? No. You're like from the Stone Age. I don't. I, I don't. I just don't. I just. It's, I, it's so liberating. I'm wired. It's so liberating. You take your phone. I know how it works. You, no, but it's liberating because you take your phone without even thinking about it. You put it down and it's charging. The cool part is, is that all of your devices that have wireless charging, you don't need any cables, right? You just put them all on the space. And so like I have one on my nightstand, my phone, my AirPods, my everything, like everything I have that has wireless charging, I just throw it on and it charges up. It's great. Does it take longer than traditional yes. wire? Yes, it does. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. So there is a drawback. Yes, there is that drawback. So if I had to guess, I think they're getting rid of the port. 
I don't if for I mean, no I other guess reason. That's the future. I just don't think it's imminent. I think well, they're doing it because the EU passed this law, and Apple said they will comply. In the past, and they'll put USB C, and then everyone will want that phone. You might be right. I think Apple's going to say, you know what, EU, because they've been fighting the EU for years on this. Uh. They've been including in European iPhones, they've been including a lightning to USB adapter. So the whole point is so that they shouldn't have this monopoly on the charging and, right. and, and the accessories. And now they're going to say, well, wireless charging. Right. And now you've got to go buy an exactly. Apple wireless charging pad. Exactly, for $800. I think Apple, just to stick it to the EU, is going to say, you know what? We got rid of it completely. We're not putting USB-C. We got rid of it completely. Because wireless charging, already iPhones have it. So Apple, it, you know, they're not losing face here. Right, it's win-win. They just say, for them. okay, we're just getting rid of the, the, the port. Right. And we're, we're sticking with the same iPhone, just no port now, and now it's wireless charging. That's my guess. But anyway, the EU passed another law now saying that you don't have to put your phone into airplane mode when on a plane. I never did. <laughs> I, did you? Cause I, I, I do, absolutely. I mean, I only you know, do me, it. I'm a, not a great flyer. I do it when I'm like high enough that i don't have service anyway so why waste the battery trying to find a signal but like when we're like if as long as i have signal Attention, ladies and gentlemen please make sure that your devices are in airplane mode yeah that doesn't yeah. You, you just ignore it i'm not even hearing it because i have my earpods in <laughs> listening right i shut it i'm shaking i'm like everybody shut off your phones I, if i put it this way if i saw you not doing it i'd report you really yeah i'm one of those you, yeah you're, i'm one of those i should have guessed yep but the the thing that, that I was thinking is, this is not a good thing. And if they're doing it in the EU, they're going to do it in the US. You know what's going to happen now. is like everybody's going to be on the phone on the planes. Who cares? That's going to be horrible. No, it's not. There'll I be want less silence. fights. I want silence. Are you talking about talking? I yeah. don't think they'll be talking. For sure they're going to be talking. Ma, ma, we're going to be late. It's going to be horrible. Wait a second. They won't have service that high up. Okay, but when they do. What do you mean? As it well, is today, as someone who has who doesn't put on airplane mode, you just said yeah, you only shut I, it when you're high enough. Right. When I, first, so first of all, your flight is peaceful because there is no wireless service when, in flight at at, at thirty thousand feet. No, right? some five G I think is going to be capable. How about that? But also, people do get Wi Fi on the plane. They could be talking now, right? Good point. So they're not doing it. You're not hearing people make WhatsApp calls all throughout the flight. I just think people have a general courtesy. You're not going to be talking when there's a stranger right next to you. You know, just text it. Okay, so you're not worried about it. No. Okay, let's move to Uganda. Okay. I'm going to go rapid fire. Do it. So let's go to Uganda. There's two stories that came for you from Uganda recently. Uh, in the first one, a Ugandan hippo swallowed a boy. This was in the New York Post. I don't know if you saw it. It swallowed a two-year-old boy. Now, you know, hippos are extremely dangerous. They kill more people in Africa than any other animal by far, every really? year. Yeah. They mostly eat plants, but they're so huge. But also people. <laughs> also people sometimes. Right. <laughs> sure. A two-year-old boy was swallowed by a rogue hippo in Uganda, but then a his- A rogue I, hippo. <laughs> you gotta love it. Is he rogue or he's just- He's just being a hippo. hippo. Being a hippo. Yeah. All right. So uh, a, a, someone who saw it started throwing rocks at the animal- and he spit the boy out. Huh. He saved his life. And the boy got away. No major injury, which was very nice to hear. I love watching the hippos eat like whole watermelons. watermelons yes. You know what I'm talking about? You see yeah, those videos? Yes, absolutely. I don't know why they're so satisfying. Yeah, they are. They are. Anyway, this bystander saved the boy by throwing rocks at the hippo. God bless. My pleasure to save your life. <laughs> and other Ugandan news. 
the Ugandan president, who is more like a Ugandan dictator, his son, who apparently is off the D, he posted... Oh, what D? <laughs> whatever D there is. Okay. Because his father, who wants him to take over as president, posted a, a la Elon Musk, a Twitter survey saying, whoever wants me to be president after my father, retweet and like. <laughs> if you convince me, I will do it. This kid is going to be in trouble. Did he get any retweets? He got, he got 8,000 likes in a country of millions, yeah. of more than 47 million people. You don't have enough. <laughs> yeah. I, somehow I don't think the president's going to care. His son is going to be president. That's... I, I can, can he just, like, can he abdicate? Can he just say, I'm, I, like, N.I., no interest? Like... I, I, I guess, but if your father is an African dictator... I'm, I'm guessing right, it's not going to go great. You do what I say. <laughs> exactly. And in Africa, there was so uh, there was this video that came out. Uh, the president of South Sudan at a singing of the national anthem during an opening of a new road. So this was crazy. And there was a lot of mixed re- mixed reactions to it. The video, there's a video of this president. He's also a dictator. And in the middle of this thing, he urinates on himself what yeah i did not see that coming yeah i know and Wait, he, he had an accident in yes, the middle of a speech yes I, i'm assuming he's either not well he's 71 no, he's years a stroke. old he, i don't think he was having a stroke and like there were many people as much as you know people don't like this guy whatever you know there were sudanese people who were very offended by people retweeting and and, and you know, well, it's, it's 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 a low point. I mean, you know, it, <laughs> I would say it's a low point. No, yes. I mean, like it's not nice to retweet if he did indeed have an accident. No, he did, it's very clear. Right? You see the Maybe video. Maybe he had like a thing in his ear, and someone told him something scary. You know, and he just had an accident. <laughs> Don't be publicizing that. Yeah, it's. Well, I think you promised light-hearted news. Can we get? Yeah, some we of that? went off that. Path, right? Yeah. Okay, listen to this. The, there was a. This was started as an art project. And it took on a life of its own. So they made an ATM, okay, at Art Basel. What? In, in Miami Beach. And this is what it is. It's an ATM machine that anyone who comes to the ATM machine can, if they opt in, it will take a picture of them and it will show their balance. Oh, I saw this. You saw this? I did. I didn't think it was real. It's real. It started out as an art project, but then it started growing. And now they opened it to the public. And now people... There's like a, a leaderboard and everything. And like, it's crazy because there was one guy who's like the leader. I forgot who he was, but he had like his bank account was like at three and a half million. Yeah, here it is. It puts the cash balance who, of those who use it on display and it has a leaderboard. But like, could you imagine people? With a agree? picture. Yeah. This is a great way to get mugged. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I was like, Could you imagine? Like, I know you have it, bro. Don't tell me I don't have it. And by the way, this is like Miami Beach. You know, it's not right. It's not like Salt Lake City, Wyoming. Right. You know, Miami Beach. There's a guy right next to you and he sees three million on that thing. Exactly. It's not going to go well. No. It's crazy, no? Dumb idea. Yes, definitely. Okay, so listen to this one. This, This was a crazy story. So, you know, I hate airlines. And you know, I've been complaining about JetBlue. They're horrible. It's constant. Okay. So there's a couple that was moving from the UK to Nashville, Tennessee, and they uh, apparently sent their dog. I, I don't know exactly how it works. Do they put dogs like if they're too big to bring on the plane? I think they put them in the cargo compartment. Is that? I think there's no pressure in the cargo. I think they would die. I think I, we spoke about this once. Yeah, we did. Well, anyway, 
their dog, instead of going to Nashville, accidentally got sent to Saudi Arabia. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like for dog owners, like they, they, they feel like they're parents. Yes. You know? Yes. So that's... That's traumatizing. It's traumatizing for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wouldn't go to Saudi Arabia. Right. That's uh, it's a tough one. They said the dog was petrified, crying constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the Saudi Arabian airline workers who, like, they end up with this black Labrador? Like a friendly one, probably. And it's like, who lives this dog here? <laughs> Whose dog is this? Where, we don't have the tag for this. <laughs> and the poor people in the UK. Yeah. Right? And they're wondering where in the world their dog is. Where's Spot? And speaking of dogs, by the way, there was a uh, there was a notice put out that dog owners need to be careful that their dogs shouldn't be eating pot. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> you heard me correctly. Apparently, people, uh, you know, in cities, especially where it's legal, I guess they dispose of, like, used, I don't know, things. Spent material yes yeah thank you thank you and the dogs you know dogs are walking around they'll eat anything and they go and they sniff it up and they're eating it and they're eating pot and it's not healthy for them and nothing happens to them it's a plant it is they a just plant. get very chilled <laughs> no it doesn't work that way we went through this. oh right right we right, did go through this. right we did we did in the last episode so what's bad about it but i mean well you did say that but i'm reading about uh liz reichenbach she said the dog she suspected the dog ate a marijuana brownie, and it started to act strange and was falling sideways. Well, yes. If it's an actual edible, it will get the dog high. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? You're saying if the it's plant, spent plant, it, that, oh, oh, right. If the it only time the plant, you have right, right. The only time right, you it has have, to be extracted. Right. right. We went Once through it's that. Extracted, the plant is basically useless. Right. And probably very safety. Right. Right. So there's tell. It's a public service announcement. Well, you shouldn't feed any pets any edibles. Yes. Fact. <laughs> Although it sounds super interesting, and I'm sure there's many scientific studies going on right now with mice and edibles. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I heard that. I'm going to get on that right away. <laughs> I heard if you give them pop brownies, it takes away their anxiety. Yeah, well. I'm sure. only one way to know, <laughs> right? Uh, you know what? I think you should take us out this time. Oh, Go for it. Wow. I'm honored. Let's see what, you, let's see what you've got. <laughs> you want me to do it in one take? Let's go. Well, I've never done it, so I don't even know what I'm supposed to say. Do it. Thank you all for listening. This has been Kiddish Club. We are out. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> that, but that's probably what people want to hear. Because no. I don't think they want to hear the whole outro. They do. They want to know where to follow us. Okay, first of all, you need to go to our website, kiddishclubpodcast.com, because we have all the stuff on there. We have the WhatsApp group. You want to be part of the WhatsApp group because you're missing out on the videos. You're missing out on the whatever that we talk about and we post there. You're not seeing it. You're not getting the sneak previews. You're not getting the OTRs. Although we kind of have to... We're due for an OTR. We're due for an OTR. That's coming soon. If you don't know what OTR is, that's your own fault because you're not on the WhatsApp group. KiddishClubPodcast.com. Go there. Check it out. But when you go there, remember what to do. There's a link there that says buy us a coffee. Click on that buy us a coffee. We need to feel the love and we need for you to help us bring this podcast to fruition. We can't do that. It costs a lot of money. We've been shouldering it, people. We want you to join us. If you love us and you want it to continue, please show your support. Also, check us out on Instagram. We're at Kiddish Club Podcast. And check us out on Twitter. We're at Kiddish Club Cast. Correct. Also, super important, share it with family and friends because that's how we grow organically when you share it. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Write something. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We read them all, by the way. 
and maybe we'll even get give you a shout out for it and give us five stars in spotify and with that people we are out Welcome back, everyone. It is another episode of what? 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 See? See? It's always you. <laughs> I don't even know what we're doing here. Start it over. Welcome back, everyone. It is another episode of Kiddish Club News for Jews. We're a little late to the game. Well, we took a Hanukkah hiatus. It's a hard thing to say. Hanukkah hiatus. Hanukkah hiatus. What that means is don't leave us a review if it's going to be bad. Okay? Don't say that. Don't Why? Even say that. Why? Because then they'll do it. Oh, you're right. When you give them the idea, they do it. <laughs> so cut all this okay. and leave it kosher. This goes at the end. And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.